What's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to the WhatCast. Mike, it just isn't stopping with the UFO news and UAP news and now alien news. And I don't know. I, we're kind of yeah. We're kind of doing two things we didn't want to do is continue to talk about that and kind of wing episodes. We try not to wing episodes, but there's so much stuff going on. There really is. So much weird stuff, new developments uh, of just weird stories. We'll, we'll get into them that I just figured, I don't know, it's it's actually getting to be a little bit overwhelming. I mean, we've, we've talked so much about this for so long and both agree that, you know, they're never going to let us know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're letting us know. <laughs> but are they? Yeah, possibly. Possibly letting us know. I, I, I don't think they are. I don't. But... I think rather than continue to do episodes of this, of this, like where we're just like, hey, this week in UFO news, like let's just do it this week in UFO news segment every every week, and that way we don't need to unless it's like huge news. But this one, this one is is I I mean, what's going on now? There's there's some some uh, I'd say some pretty uh, pretty interesting stuff coming out, and uh, you you just recently turned me on to this dude uh john d'souza former fbi and uh i found an interview with him i i know you told me to watch an watch a video i don't know if it was the same one but the the link that you sent me didn't work so i i just looked him up and i found this uh hour-long interview with him on this show called redacted okay it, it was at the one or did you see a different one? I, I don't know if the I, the one I sent you was different than that, but isn't that redacted show Clayton Morris's show? Um, I, I honestly don't know. I didn't. I wasn't even paying attention to the dude doing the interview. So, I, <laughs> but I did see he had uh, Stephen Greer on there recently. Right. I only know the name because he used to co-host the show with Jim Harold way back in the day. Oh no shit. Yeah, so he's hella into the paranormal. Well that that would explain why Stephen Greer was on there then, why he's talking to the to this I mean the interview was super fucking interesting. So I'm I'm curious what, what you're uh you know, what what you've found about him and, and uh it's just the the stuff he says, it's it's refreshing to me to know that I'm not the only fucking counter conspiracy theorist conspiracy theorist <laughs> see that's what caught uh my attention about him i i came across a video that said there's some new information that came out it was total clip clickbait but it was full of good information and they had an interview with this dude that was a whistleblower and before we go to who go into who this dude was mike that's one thing i kind of wanted to bring up to you a couple people actually sent me little things through instagram of people making their you know, videos about America, the American government admits that there's aliens or biological entities, and they would do some skits where they're brushing their teeth or something like, they don't really give a shit. That's, I mean, that's the reaction like we both said people would have if they say it at this, at this point, that yeah, sure, there's aliens, or, or not give a shit, but I mean, I said it at the start of that, when we started that episode, is that the government's not saying this. <laughs> This is not the government saying or admitting to anything. It was a hearing of three whistleblowers. So that kind of made me want to ask you, like, I mean, to clarify, what's a whistleblower? I mean, it's somebody who worked for the government at one point, but it's not the government themselves admitting anything. Well, yeah. So in this case, these whistleblowers are, are 
guys who are trying to point the evidence out to the government. One is a secondhand witness, meaning that he interviewed firsthand witnesses and has interviewed people that are involved in the in the cover up and the program and all that. And the other two were firsthand witnesses of these things. And uh, so it, basically what they're doing is pointing, you know, shining a light on these things that are being covered up or hidden by the government. Right. So what's his name? Snowden. Yeah. So Snowden's yeah. a whistleblower, but he's leaking. Right, right. Because he gave the information on the secret fucking spy program that people got all up in it. I actually, I remember being... I think I was taking my master's program when that came out. Um, I, I was back in school. And I had somebody in my class who was a... Um, she worked for a military contractor company. I can't remember which one. Um, but she's... I think she was also former Air Force or maybe Navy. I, I can't remember. One of the two. But when he... Put it came out with those revelations about the how the government is spying on the people and everything. Like she got so pissed off, not because they were doing it, but that he was that he told the American public that the government was spying on them. <laughs> right, she right. was so pissed, and I I couldn't like that blew my mind. Like you're not pissed off that it's happening, you're pissed off that this guy told people that it's happening. That's that's preposterous, and I. I, I that, I I honestly I haven't even looked in to see what that dude was up to in the past few years, but uh, from what I know, he is uh, he's still in Russia. I think I believe so. The video I sent Mike to watch that I found so interesting and talked about a certain whistleblower. They talked about Snowden as well, and uh, he tweeted, I guess that uh, it it's not aliens. I wish it was aliens, but it's not aliens. So, I mean, <clears throat> that was, like, pretty much your first exposure to, like, oh, a real whistleblower that you could, like, observe and take in with a full mature mind, right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess you could argue that, like, provided what he's saying is true, that fucking Bob Lazar was a whistleblower. You know, when you, when you really, because he was a former government employee that came out and told about these secret programs that the government was working on. So right. if he was telling the truth, he 100% would have been a whistleblower, you know, considered a whistleblower. But because it was so fucking outlandish at the time, um, he's just considered, you know, some con man or liar. And, and maybe he is. Maybe, maybe I, it, that's the thing. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the guy personally. He always seemed like someone who wouldn't have a reason to lie and bullshit about this. Um, but who knows? And and now with his, you know, kind of an entanglement with Jeremy Corbell, it makes me wonder if maybe he's part of this whole fake narrative that's kind of being rolled out right now. Hmm. Right. I definitely would consider Bobby Lazer's there uh, a whistleblower. And that I was kind of trying to draw a comparison to a whistleblower that uh, maybe everybody can relate to, but those these are the people who are saying these things, not the U.S. government. They're not. They haven't admitted to anything 
besides like the UAP stuff, but nothing that came out of that hearing. Uh, from what I understand, I read somewhere that they're supposed to, again, have like uh, three more whistleblowers come forward on the UFO, UAP stuff. Have yeah, you... I've heard that as well. I have no idea who they are going to be, though, or, you know, what what kind of information. Like, are we going to get firsthand witness whistleblowers, or are we going to get more people just confirming some of the stuff that David Grush was talking about? Um, I guess we'll see. Okay. The thing that I'm curious about, so you remember, I... I I don't remember if you've seen it or not. Did did you see the um, Disclosure Project four-hour interview thing they did with all the different military witnesses and stuff? Yes, sir. Yeah, we... Okay. When, that, when you told me about that, I watched it right away. All right. So the thing that I don't get, like, that entire fucking four hours was filled with interviews of people in the military that had direct sight, viewing, contact, whatever, a direct experience with these things, and they've already come out and talked about it. They've done two press conferences now with former members of Congress present. They've gone on the record to give, why aren't they calling these people? You know, like Stephen Greer had fucking dozens, dozens of, of witnesses if not more, he might have had more. I I don't know. I don't. It was four hours worth of people talking about their, their <laughs> yeah. experience. You know, so it was a lot of fucking people, and that's just that was from two thousand one. Like, you know, we we don't even need to go beyond that. And and now here we are over twenty years beyond that. Just imagine all the shit that's been reported out there now. Like, why not bring in these guys to talk about these classic cases that everybody fucking knows about? And get their get their testimony in front of Congress. Absolutely, I think that needs to happen, especially like with with what you're saying. These classic cases that everybody knows about that we can really yeah. Like, I w- I would love to see uh, the the dudes from the the Rendlesham incident, like Colonel Holt and all the other guys, and and get them to talk about the Rendlesham incident, or get the people that were. Uh, witnessed the the UFO shut down the fucking nukes at Malmstrom. Why don't we get them? Yeah, yeah that is weird. I mean, maybe, I mean, we should just assume that they're not going to push to get, like, the, <laughs> the yeah. best witnesses yeah. that there are. But, I mean, still, these guys are already on record. Like, why not in- include them if they were willing to put themselves on record? Right. Why do you think people give such a shit now about whistleblowers and testimony? Do you think it's because the admittance of UAP presence from the government? Oh, yeah. Once once the New York Times ran that article, everything was... Like, at that point, whatever aspect of the phenomena is, it, it, it was out in the open, and it was accepted as being a reality. You know, the question still remained what what these things were, obviously, but the fact that they were there is real. You know, and and as with most things in the news, most people saw it and said, "Oh, wow, that's cool," and then continued eating their pizza or whatever. Um, but there's weirdos like us that fucking hang on everything related to that, and we're like, "Where's the fucking bodies, man?" <laughs> you know, all, all that shit. Um, but I I think that that article was the start 
of that that's what started this whole thing um that 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 started the whole narrative of and and kind of forced the change from UFO being the normal term for these things to UAP and I, I I've said it before and I still stand by it I think there's a reason for that and I definitely think that a lot of these things that are being reported are not actual aliens or beings from another dimension or whatever. Um, I think these are 100% human-made craft. Okay. And I think that they're being put out there. And and again, I I want to reiterate this fact that I've I said this or this fact. I want to reiterate this opinion that I've that I've stated many times on the show before. I do not think all UFOs are man-made. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is these things being rolled out right now as being like the uh, declassified UFO videos. Um, what we're seeing here and what these pilots are saying that they are reporting are not actual uh, UFOs. They're they're man-made of some man-made craft of some sort, and I think that they are being built and used to further uh, a very specific agenda. Okay, and that's that's what we're going to get into with this specific whistleblower that we wanted to talk about. But before we get into that, there's like you said before, there's a lot of new stuff going on. Um, let's cover that a little bit. I saw that the head of Arrow dude, who was the last at the, he's like one of the dudes who testified like like last year, the year before, and he's the one who was talking about making these things other people's problems to investigate. He apparently came out and wrote a letter, which, from my understanding, he didn't send to Congress. He didn't send it in official capacity. But he sent, I think, George Knapp a letter saying that this Gish dude doesn't know shit and he didn't have clearance above him and and kind of putting down what Gish was saying. Grush? Yeah, that too. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, I, when you said it the first time, I'm like, who the fuck is Gish? I was, I, I, is, this, <laughs> what, is this somebody that knew that just came on the scene? I don't fucking know who this is. No. All right, all right I got you. I'm, I'm on the same page. All right. Um, yeah, I think that guy's just butthurt that he's kind of left out. Like, he, he's like, I'm the head of Arrow. If something happened, I would definitely know. And David Grush is like, dude. These people don't report to you, and they've got no reason to even connect with you whatsoever. Wait, that, that's not true, because I know everything. They're supposed to. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be the guy who knows all the things. It's not fair. Me. Yeah. And David Grush is like, I'm, I'm sorry to shit in your cereal, but... No, you don't know anything, and you're, and you're full of poo-poo. Me. And then, you know, that's that's... That's basically how that whole thing goes. So that guy doesn't, he's just fucking, he's just a sad Sally who's self-important and he's probably balding and he's probably short <laughs> and he probably has a punch. Uh, the, the the letter he wrote definitely did seem like that. Like, hey, yeah. I matter too. <laughs> yeah. What about me? What about all the things I know? Why am I not being called to Congress to talk? Me. Because you're a sad Sally balding piece of shit guy <laughs> I don't know he, he could be fucking strapping and handsome I, I honestly have no idea what this guy looks like but in my in my mind he's a giant man baby who just kind of lucked his way into a director of UFO studies position hmm. 
another thing that was in the news that Jeppe uh, put up in our Discord, which, I, don't, I mean, I didn't know what to think of when he first put it up there, and then it kept, the story kept going, and there's... A, Are you going to talk about Peru? Yes, sir. What, I mean, what, what the fuck? I mean... <laughs> What's, I mean, I don't mean to laugh. People are being injured and, and, and dying and stuff like that. I just, uh, it's just more of this wave that's probably, like you say, manufactured, but it's just a big step. Like, this is weird to read about. Apparently, there's, 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 they're reporting in Peru, a village is reporting in Peru, that they're being attacked by something that they're liking to the predator. An invisible type creature that's filleting people's faces off, believe it or not. Yeah, I saw a video of them pulling a body out of what looked like a river or something and it had no face. I didn't know if it was real or not. Like it it's one of those things where like it it could be real and it and it could just be like so weird that it doesn't look real even though it is real. I, I couldn't tell. Did you get to watch the links that Jeppe put up in the Discord? No, okay. no, I, I saw this one on Twitter, so I, I mean, again, it's on Twitter, so who the fuck knows? Right, it could be from anywhere that they're just putting into the story, but... Yeah, it could have been from some horror movie, I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. But he also put up a, a story about how, I guess, the U.S. is sending troops over there for routine exercises. Over where? To Peru. To Peru? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I mean, what, I mean... <sighs> Before, this is a story we couldn't uh, take serious and we'd laugh at and make jokes about the Predator, but with everything that's going on, what, I mean, what do you think about something like this? Um, I I would be interested to know what cartel activity is like in the area. You know, I mean, and... I don't I don't want to talk about that too much, but that's exactly what I thought is like it might be a, a you know, a specific fucking creepy video that's been put on the internet. I I I can probably match it up if I see it. I mean, it it would be you know, cuz they like to use scare tactics and and they do extremely gruesome sorts of uh killings to to send a message. So I I wonder if the individual that was found, if if indeed that is a real video, um, who that person was, and if he had ties to any sort of... Uh, criminal activity. Criminal activity uh, or, um, you know, any anything like that. But uh, if he was just like normal dude with no ties or anything and there's not any cartel or gang activity in the area, who knows? But with the it, with the rumors of the U.S. military being there, that could be a whole other thing. Maybe the U.S. military uh, are are running like some sort of weird uh, program, and he was an unfortunate victim of said program. Well, I mean, from what I understand, they were heading down there. They weren't there already, and oh, I thought so. So maybe they're there to to fight. Pre- Is is Jesse Ventura with them by any chance? I, I hope to God, and I and I hope he's got his chewing tobacco that makes him a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. But I mean, I thought about like a some type of criminal activity as well. When I when, I mean, I wish I could have clicked the links in the Discord. It, it, it wanted me to sign up for Reddit or something, and I was like, I can't. I'm not doing that. So because I've seen most of those videos, unfortunately, but. 
um, that doesn't account for what the people are saying. They're not saying that's what's going on. They're saying that they're partially invisible, eight-foot-tall beings that are doing this. I mean, they, they had... I saw that they had an interview with a girl who had her throat cut by this being. And that's what they're saying. This being, this creature. And, and now, I, I mean, I don't... The dude with his face off, I, if that's what the one that was put up in the Discord, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see it. I don't know. If... So here, here's... What if... And, and this is going to kind of tie into the agenda that I, that I mentioned earlier. So the, the U.S. military is allegedly on their way. What if there's already like these, these uh, I don't know, elite squadron of a military assassins or something that are already down there? They're running a program. Um, they want to see what effect a potential alien murder would have on a populace and what how they can kind of uh, manipulate and control the way that that gets spread out there. So they're sending these guys in like super awesome fucking camouflage out into the fucking wilderness to just fucking murder people in, in covert ways. And then uh, it gets reported as these, you know, because th- think about like, someone who's in like like legit camouflage trying to blend in with the surroundings and people if if they're good enough people are going to walk right by him and not even notice so say you've got two people together and you've got this guy who basically looks like a living bush and he comes he just kind of leans forward grabs one of the people slits their throat and then just steps back and he's part of the wilderness again the and if it's like low light conditions, the person that's with them is going to be like something invisible. Like I just saw the woods themselves come out and slit this person's throat. So you, you know, you'd see like a vague outline of arms, like slitting a throat. So you'd kind of put the, the general figure together, but it would look like it was someone fucking invisible. So what if this is just like some covert mission to spread fucking terror for a potential alien invasion and they're just being like well let's let's do it in some fucking backwoods village in in peru where no one in the united states is going to give two shits about it except for fucking weirdo conspiracy theorists and ufo people right Uh, there's a there's a a photo a supposed photo of, of one of these entities that i put in the discord you said it looked like a villain from dragon ball z yeah, Brett. 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 It absolutely does. Brett's all. Is that a Spider-Man variant? It could also be a Spider-Man variant. Yeah. Maybe the two aren't mutually exclusive. I don't know. Maybe there's a world where there's a Spider-Man variant that's also a Dragon Ball Z villain. Yeah. That's a world I want to live in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm not trying to insult the intelligence of uh, the people of Peru. But I understand what you're saying. I, I I think that if there is some super crazy hardcore trained fucking death troop of soldiers doing stuff like you're saying, it's gonna seem. Uh, I mean, if they go undetected doing this, it's gonna seem like something paranormal yeah, is happening. <laughs> exactly, and I don't even think it's an insult to the intelligence because I mean, that shit is designed to trick fucking enemy combatants. So you know, it's. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's. Uh, an insult 
to their intelligence to say, you don't know the difference between a top secret train guy and awesome camouflage. But right, right, right. You know, I don't think I don't think most people would in certain situations. Yeah, as you know, a couple of kids walking home from school facing black ops dudes. It's gonna be, it's gonna yeah. be weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not gonna know the fucks up. So that type of stuff is what had gotten me thinking uh, about uh, this dude and what he said stood out to me. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like an op. <laughs> it sounds like it could be. But this, I mean, uh, right. There's no American troops there, so we can't say it's like an American led op. It could be an op being ran by anybody. So that's just, either, you know, everything is alleged. But uh, that video right. I sent you is yeah. actually, you said it, it, it's been removed. It's private now, <laughs> which I found interesting. Uh, but they they talk about. The Peru thing, they don't talk about it being like an op or anything like that, but they start talking to this whistleblower, a gentleman by the name of John D'Souza. And John D'Souza is a former FBI agent, over 25 years experience, where he specialized in counterterrorism and paranormal cases. And that, uh, from what I understand, is not him studying this stuff on the side. It's when the FBI, FBI got paranormal stuff, they sent it to his desk. And that might sound like a television character from the beloved 90s television show, The X-Files, and that's because Fox Mulder's based on this guy. This guy, uh, D'Souza, has written books about his experiences. He is a whistleblower. He's spilled the beans on the paranormal side of what he did while he was in the FBI. In his book, The Para-Investigators, he shares his experiences with negative entities, both human and non-human. In his book, The Extra-Dimensionals, he shares his experiences with non-terrestrial visitors. And in Clear Hearers, he goes into his lifelong experiences with Clara Audience and The Great Voice. Clara Audience is a form, a form of extrasensory perception wherein a person acquires information by paranormal auditory means. So this guy uh, has apparently had has had a link. I mean, I, I read a few interviews with him. He, he's had a link to the paranormal his whole life. He's apparently had a, an ability to be able to hear spirits in a way, I guess, or gather. I, I, I don't know. Uh, did you get any information on that aspect as far as what his own abilities were? No, no, not at all. He didn't talk about any of that at least not in the i admittedly um skipped to to specific sections pertaining to ufos um i didn't listen to the stuff about why he left the fbi or what the fbi like i was more interested in the ufo stuff so i i don't know about his abilities i have no idea is he claiming to have abilities Yes, he this ability he's had since uh, okay. childhood. He says, and it's one thing. I uh, interesting enough, I couldn't find anything on when he left or why he left BI or when actually. But this interview that I sent you, Mike, he was talking about something that matched up with what you say a lot, and I wanted to talk to you about that. But before we get into that, what did you find out about this dude in the interview that you watched? So in the interview that I watched, um, this was put out four months ago. So this was before the David Grush stuff. But he uh, 
he was talking about how uh, his some of the cases that he worked on were part of the X-Files show. Um, and initially he was brought in because of that. They were thinking that he was leaking classified data, but um, the information was actually coming from other FBI agents who had worked with John in the past and had heard his stories or maybe worked with him on, on a certain case or whatever. And they had since retired from the UFO and, and went to Hollywood to become movie consultants, basically. Um, so, or, or TV, whatever. Um, but in, in this case, they, uh, told some of his stories to the writers of X-Files who then wrote certain episodes based on cases that he worked on. Um, and he, he did mention how, so did, did you hear the story of how he actually got into the paranormal stuff? No. Before we get into that, I just have to point out how cool is it to uh, have somebody to be claiming that maybe some of the episodes of the X-Files were based in reality. Yeah, yeah, that's very fucking cool. Very fucking cool. So, yeah, but tell me the story. All right, so I... Oh, fuck. I, I wish that I had the names of these people. Um, I honestly wasn't expecting to even talk about this, but this story is fucking wild. So he heard of this this shootout that took place um where there were five i don't remember if it was five killed and two wounded or two killed and five wounded but there were these two bank robbers that um ended up getting cornered and they were basically just completely shot up by the cops um but rather than falling to the ground these guys, after being shot, grabbed their weapons and went around and shot every cop that was there and then got in the car and proceeded to drive away. And as they're driving away, this other cop was able to somehow shoot them um, in a way where he severed their spine. And that's what finally killed them. But afterwards, they saw that these guys had fucking shots through their neck one had a bullet hole in his aorta like think about that he had a bullet hole in his fucking aorta and he's still running around shooting cops and fucking getting in a getaway car and driving away what the fuck but um he said that this case interested him because he uh you know it's so fucking weird like what what was up with these guys um at the time i guess they were labeled as as being two guys who are high on PCP and as a result they didn't feel any pain and were and but they ended up testing them and there was no evidence that they had taken angel dust at all okay so these dudes were so huh. so he i i guess that while he was in the um well he was in the academy or um he he started asking questions about this because the weirdness of it like really really got the better of him and and he was curious so he kept looking more and more into it um so he got this repu reputation for being uh you know in being a fan of the weird cases so after he graduates and he finally gets assigned um the the 
dude that was overseeing him uh, through the program called the place that he finally got assigned and was working at and told them specifically that John likes to get involved in the weird cases. Make sure you give him every weird case you can find. And he said this thinking that John was going to hate doing it. Like, like, you know, you're going to get all these bullshit cases and you're going to just think it's fucking stupid and you're going to hate it. But it turned out to be the opposite. And it really opened John's eyes to a lot of, uh, I guess a lot of secrets within the government or, or maybe outside of the government, I guess. Hmm. But he talks a lot about the, the true government, um, which is known in, in various conspiracy circles as either the deep state or, uh, the cabal. Um, and they're, they're this group, um, I guess the, the way that, and, and, you know the the lore on this is fucking it's it's so deep so like you can you can go down a rabbit hole into this real quick but um the 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 cabal for dummies is this they when the first civilization of babylon rose to power um the families of of uh prominence there um basically continued to have their hand in every other civilization that existed afterwards and every every few generations they'll change their last name so that it's not you know really traced but um these are apparently the the families that funded the rise and fall of Rome and the families that now currently run our banking organization and um, they are the ones who are like the the true rulers of this world. The ones that like when when you talk about the new world order uh, or the Illuminati, like this is this is them. They are the Illuminati. They are the new world order. And he is claiming that this whole uh, UFO disclosure thing that we're seeing right now um, is all by design um the the release of the videos like like i said like i've been saying forever fucking the release of these videos are to kind of prepare the public for the existence of uh aliens essentially and it's going to lead to he he's his prediction was that it, the first step is going to be we're going to see aircraft being shot down by by UFOs. And uh he said there th- throughout history and and you know it, throughout American history anyway um our experiences with UFOs is that they are nonviolent. Um we've seen them shut down our our missile bases. We have seen them like the he he references the um the 1952 incident in Washington where UFOs were just flying over Washington fucking where, when and wherever they wanted. And they would scramble aircraft to go after them. And these things would just fly around them, literally fly in circles around them and go over them and under them and, and just like basically fuck with them. But they would never, they didn't attack them at any point in time. And he said the, the way that, you know, if it's a real UFO 
or if it's a, a human UAP craft, is that UFOs will change. He said they're they're not physical in the way that that we understand it because they're they're actually from a different dimension. They're they're so they've got a whole different thing than we've got going on. Um, and he said they'll they'll be able to basically change shape, size, whatever. Like they they morph, and uh, that's that's how you know it's a real thing. And he said a lot of these. He did mention beings that come across as well, and said that sometimes UFOs come with them when they come through, and that's and. You know, when you see UFOs with other things, that's apparently what it is. Um, it's them, them coming through. But he he is, what he is saying, because these beings are peaceful and they're not going to do anything, you know, they're, they're not here trying to harm us. I who He doesn't make any uh, claims to know what they're, what their agenda is or why they're here or even who they are. Um, he, he says he doesn't know. So he's at least not trying to be, cause there's all those people out there. They're like, yes, they're, they're to me, they're beings from the fifth dimension and they want to love us. And, and then do the channeling and the light language bullshit. Um, he, he's not one of these guys. He, he said straight up, he doesn't know what their agenda is, but, he does say that what this cabal is trying to do is utilize this new disclosure movement. Now that now that UFOs are no longer silly and, and to be made fun of and they're being taken seriously in Congress, now is the time when they plan the attack. And they start by shooting down craft, and he said it, it's going to be... St- the, the stage is going to be set uh, so that there's going to be... he's. So we've talked about Blue Book before, um, where Blue Book is allegedly they're going to use like some sort of fucking crazy space laser and sky holograms to make it look like we're being invaded. Um, This is not that. This is an actual invasion, kind of. So the craft are all going to be real. The deaths and destruction is all going to be real. Um, but the the difference is that these craft and the the beings that are going to be found inside these craft are not going to be aliens, and it, it's going to be a group above the governments of the world uh, that are going to stage this fake alien attack in order to uh, basically bring in the the one world government where you know and and it's the perfect way to do it honestly we we saw after 9-11 how the entire U.S. came together for for a brief period of time and crime dropped and and everyone was was caring and compassionate about their neighbor and we it you know it was like everybody was together in this and that's think about when you put that on a global scale and you've got an invading alien and this goes to the fucking Ronald Reagan thing that he used to say how quickly we would come together if we were faced from an outside alien force 
right and and so you you bring the world together and then and then you, you control everything you get rid of governments you know your governments you make it seem like the governments of the world were the ones that were lying all along. The people can't trust the government. The government allowed this alien fucking threat to happen. We're your saviors now. And that's, and that's, that's what he's, that's the end game that he's, uh, that he's talking about. And he, he even talks about the, the men in black a little bit and how, um, the reason that these, men in black come to people that have seen UFOs are because they're actually working with the members of the cabal and the cabal wants to know about the UFOs because they don't fucking know what they are. And that's the the biggest thing. So whenever there's a witness that comes through and they have a genuine paranormal experience or something involving, you know, cryptid or, or aliens or UFOs, um, if it if they deem it worthy, I guess I don't I don't know what the criteria would be, but um, if they think it's something worthwhile, they'll they will go and interview the witness and and vaguely threaten them or or you know overtly threaten them. Uh, if they talk about this with anyone, you know, then we'll eat your face off or whatever. Hmm. So yeah, that's talked about a lot of the same thing. The false flag attacks. He's saying there's going to be real attacks. Uh, false flag attacks are going to be real attacks, but just with a hidden agenda. But uh, he's talking about this cabal. I mean, what what's your reasoning behind the government doing something uh, like a false flag attack involving UFOs? I don't. I don't think it's necessarily the government. I think that there's uh, people within the government that are working against the American people. And I think, I think in some cases they're likely aware of what they're doing. I think in other cases they think that they're working for a completely different cause. Um, and, and I think that the easiest way to do it is to make the, the individual think that they're, you know, if, if they're not to be bought outright or brought into the fold, so to speak, um, the best way to do it is to manipulate them into thinking they're doing the right thing. So with with conservatives, you would you know basically be like convince them that they're on the side of Christians essentially. Like I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but that's in America. That's that's the bulk of the the conservatives here are they're they're Christian Republicans for the most part, um, and and so you'd use some agenda to manipulate them to do your bidding um, that would fit in line with that. And we all know the, the story of the bleeding heart liberal. You've, you, you put something on the line that they're super into fucking, you know, climate change or whatever. And that's, that's the thing that you use to kind of manipulate them into doing what you want to do. Like, Oh, Hey, this company over here will give you, they'll, they'll be a donor for your thing, but you've got to, you know, toe the line for them when, when the time comes and little do they know that it's some little, it's some smaller corporation that's run by some monster corporation that's run by some fucking Babylonian vampire or something. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it's fucking the great old ones themselves. Maybe, maybe they're behind the whole fucking thing. Yeah. 
So with the uh, possible threat of aliens attacking villages and, uh, I mean, UFOs shooting airplanes out of the sky, he was talking about them being uh, military and then commercial as well. Sure, that, that would make sense. Because it's one thing to have a military craft shot down. When you start when you start reporting civilians being shot down, that's when shit gets scary. And that's when the public panics. And we all know when the public panics and gets afraid, we let fucking the government do whatever the fuck they want. We no longer have any rights. They'll tell you you have rights. You can pretend like you have rights. But I mean we we saw whether whether for good or bad, I don't want to get into the the political side of the the pandemic but we saw how fear was able to drive the masses to follow the regulations that were set out by the cdc you know like you you, and everybody just complied without question so it's it, it took a while before people started thinking you know maybe maybe this this isn't the way or or you know let's see where things i don't but it's and and nine eleven as well. When when nine eleven happened, how quick, how quick everyone was ready to go to war. And just recently, uh, President Biden uh, started doing some investigation because the um, the pilots on the plane, I think fifteen out of nineteen of those pilots were were Saudi nationalists. And uh, there's, I, I guess, evidence now that suggests that they were helped by parties within the United States already. So there, you know, there, and and knowing this, so we there were there were 15 Saudi nationals, and as a result, we go to war with Afghanistan. Does that make sense? But we were ready to fucking do it, though. You know, we were ready to do it because. We were attacked. We were afraid, and we we needed we needed to band together, and we needed to fight the enemy. And that's exactly exactly what's going to happen. You you see the fucking explosions. They're going to point the finger and say that's the enemy, but it's all going to be smoke and mirrors, man. It's always smoke and mirrors. Look at fucking. It's I mean it's our fucking history. Look at Vietnam. It was a, a war. That was started on false pretenses. Same with Iraq. Weapons of mass destruction that were never found, but we had to fucking invade a country because maybe, possibly, somebody saw a, a, a weapon of mass destruction somewhere. Maybe, possibly. But it, and then we found out it was all bullshit. It's just... That's that's the history of... of, of I, I And I'm... Honestly, I I don't know modern history for uh the world, so I I can't really speak on that. I'm more of a, a ancient history guy, but I would imagine that the, that this sort of manipulation of the masses isn't unique to the United States. Right. I would have to think that that there's other you know other governments that are doing the same sort of bullshit to justify their bull. I mean, look at fucking. Germany during World War Two, like you had people that normal everyday loving human people that thought it was a good idea to support Hitler 
you know, they, granted that a lot of the people didn't know about the atrocities, but he was able to manipulate them to think that he was a good leader that would lead them to the fucking promised land. And look how that worked out. Yeah, it definitely seems like there's some heavy manipulation going on right now and on a global scale. It's it's very it's very alarming. So for you all signals point to uh whoever, the great lizard wizards, the cabal, the Illuminati, the Bacon brothers of the mighty skies, whatever is making their move, their great big move that everybody feared that they were gearing up for. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I will give it a resounding maybe. Um, I, to me, I, I don't feel just because of the way that it's um, the way that it's being presented, like how how they're going through this whole thing where it's being done through Congress. You're you're getting members of the government involved at this point, so I don't. For that, I don't feel like it actually is the government that's covering things up. Um, I think it's individuals within the government, but not the government itself. And I think some of them are willingly doing it, and probably more so the people, um, top-ranking military members, are likely the the ones that are more the ones that are covering it up intentionally, whereas the other ones are being made to cover it up probably without even knowing that they're aiding in it just through various other uh, actions that they're doing they're they're helping to to cover up the truth of the matter um, and while now we're getting it, it it seems kind of ironic when I keep using the word cover up when we're talking about potential disclosure but um, I really don't think that's what this is about. I think it's going to. I think it's all about false disclosure and saying we know what these things are now. You know, d- trying to put a, f- a, a a name and a face to what this sort of thing is, but it's really um, in the at the end of the day, it's really just smoke and mirrors. It's all it's all what the it's it's the the story is what they want it to be. So you you show somebody a fucking UFO, you show somebody a, a weird looking spaceship that's gonna shoot down a, a plane full of civilians, and that's that's all you need to justify galactic war. And fucking boom, we're we've already got the space force ready to go. And when it boils down to it, it's likely that the space force are all just a big fucking sham anyway, just to. To say, look, we've got we've got fighter jets in space now. Pew 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 pew. And uh, there's there's no real fucking threat from outer space, and they know that. But it, they they created this whole space force thing anyway. So, isn't it weird that the space force was announced that it was created, and then a year later? we get a fucking the the first trickle of disclosure that that's that can't be a coincidence no i always found that Come to on. be a little bit strange yeah yeah it's it's like when you really put the pieces together like you can you can say oh you're a fucking conspiracy theorist you're just, you're looking over but really put those pieces together like this this is fucking silly guys they're there we want there to be aliens so we're willing to buy into this like oh there's fucking there's no 
fucking aliens that these guys are talking about. And and that's why I think it's very interesting, some of the statements that Grush makes, um, which kind of lends the idea that these things are not uh, actual beings from, from another planet. Um, I do th- find it interesting that he says we've got craft that were shot down and we've got bodies that were recovered. Um, and then on the other side of thing, John D'Souza was talking about how these craft cannot be shot down. We don't have, because they're not physical. So you're not going to find a crashed craft. You're not going to find an alien body because they're non-physical. We, we can't interact with them that way. Hmm. So what's the plan, dude? (laughs) So I, I don't know, man. It's to me, it's, it's terrifying really. Like, especially when this is stuff that I've been talking about for, for years now to actually see it and, and to see somebody that's, that was formerly, uh, a government agent researching this stuff, who's now coming out and talking about all this. 25 um, years. I'm not going to lie. 25 yeah. years with the 25 FBI. 25 years experience in the FBI. Yeah. And now he's coming out and he's putting this and, and. You know, he he's got he's selling the books, he's doing the hustle, but I I think that there's there's gonna be more than just some book sales to fucking weirdos on the internet to to make you uh potentially discredit your entire career, you know? Yeah. Like I I can't imagine that the dude's on the bestseller list. <laughs> no offense. Your book might be fucking fine, but you're you know, it it's no communion. <laughs> I, it's, it's just, it's scary to me. I don't, I don't like to think about it too much. Um, the, the whole idea of the, the one global government thing where it's just, it's just so insidious and creepy and I don't like it. And I, I just like, to me, the idea of, of the, the government of the United States, you know, existing and governing my life is, is scary enough like i i want to get out from under that but that's what i was born into so you know there's there's not a whole lot that i can do but but when i when at least like the option is there for an escape at some point like if i ever needed to like oh fuck i gotta get out of the country like the the government's imploding on itself i need to go to fucking australia or they probably wouldn't let me in but maybe they would i don't know I would appeal to their to their criminal heritage. Australia, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, if if the one world government was a thing, there's literally nowhere you could go to get away from it. Like it's not like I'm fuck you world government. I'm going to the moon, and then I'll be like, good luck, buddy. And I'll be like, fuck, I guess I'm here because, you know, really good luck. I'm not I'm not going to the moon. I'm going to build a fucking staircase. Yeah, it definitely feels like an all encompassing thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the fucking prison planet, man. Need to escape from the prison planet. Thank you for listening to the Whatcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iTunes and YouTube. Enjoy the podcast. Get yourself a WhatCast t-shirt or a sticker pack. Who was that dude on that one episode? Try the links in Homie's page. All this and more can be found at www.thewhatcasters.com.
Thanks again for listening and have a great week. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas.